0: Namaskar,
1: Makranji Namaskar. Welcome to Nagpur. Thank you. Uh, uh, on behalf of Indica Nagpur team, we have all the team here. Uh, on behalf of them, I welcome you and this is the first time we are interacting one-on-one basis with uh, a a distinguished public figure. Uh, Previously, we were involved in uh, book launches, Uh, we did a couple of book launches here, but this is our first attempt. Yesterday we had it with uh, Shantanu also, and today we are uh, getting uh, an an interview with you. This is kind of first time uh, that we are having. So before we proceed, let me uh, present a gift from all of us. Welcome Welcome to (coughs) Mapwork. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we all know you uh, you are Uh, you are an author, you are a fiction writer, you are a poet, you are an academic, you are an individual thinker as well. So it's difficult for us to start, I mean to to peg it at some place and uh, start. So uh, let's start with the book. Uh, I mean this is your latest book out of lot of things what you have written, this is your latest book. So can you tell us something about this book? Uh, How did it come up?
0: yes actually i am very happy to be here first of all i wanted to say that and uh, uh, i think you guys are doing a great job uh, in uh, you know projecting some of these ideas from nagpur it's a mm-hmm. very important part of india right. you might say it's the navel of india right? Right. the epicenter of change gandhi's ashram was nearby mm-hmm. in and so forth so you know, I started working on this book during the sesquicentennial, mm-hmm. that is, one hundred fiftieth birth anniversary celebrations of Swamiji. Right. I had done three other books on him before. There were okay. mainly anthologies. Two books were anthologies of his writings. Mm-hmm. I did a Penguin Swami Vivekananda reader, okay. and then I did another reader with similar, uh, you might say, contents mm-hmm. for a more scholarly. Uh, you know, more academic audience because okay. I wanted Swamiji's works to be studied in the curriculum. Right. So that I did for Routledge. Okay. And then I did another book uh, called uh, The Cyclonic Monk: Vivekananda oh. in the West. Okay. This was based on a conference that took place at the University of Massachusetts at Dartmouth. Okay. And it's co-edited by uh, Professor Sukalyan Sen Gupta okay. from there. So, but that's the collection of essays. On Swamiji's, actually, you might call it mission to the West, right. which is absolutely important to understand right. uh, why you know uh, Vivekananda matters so much. Because right. to put it in you know a few words, after one thousand years, uh, we it's had a figure who went out of India and right. made an impact on the external world. Right, because during the entire Islamic interregnum and the British interregnum, we were at the receiving end. Hardly right. anybody right. left the Indian shores correct. and made a huge impact on the world, which right. he did. Right. So he reversed the trend. Right. Anyhow, so that was the earlier book. Now, during his, uh, as I said, 150th anniversary celebrations, mm-hmm. I happened to be invited to a number of events, conferences. Right. I gave some papers. Right. And I began to notice something really unusual, which mm-hmm. is that in a sense the more you know about Vivekananda mm-hmm. the less you know about him it's okay. a paradox okay right and the reason for that is people just keep repeating oh he was so great you know right. or he's a hero he's a national figure correct but you're not actually getting anything new from it right and i began to look at this paradox in some detail and i found that there was a real reason for it see mm-hmm. the first thing is that there's not much new that has been written on Swamiji. Okay. And secondly, his own writings are not yet open to the public. Correct. The Ramakrishna Mission is in the process of doing a, you know, revised edition of the complete works, Correct. which is already nine volumes. Right. So until that revised edition comes out, new material comes out, Correct. it's not as if the data or the quantum of knowledge that is in the public domain on Swamiji, has increased. So all you can do is reinterpret whatever is known. But in the last at least 10, 15 years, there's not been so much of a reinterpretation either. In fact, on this question of modernity, there was a book uh, edited by William Radici. I Mm -hmm. know he's a good scholar. He knew Bangla. But it's not doing the kind of work I'm doing here. So what I realized is that basically, Swamiji is known but not known. Okay. And in the current climate where he's, once again, become a kind of mascot of a particular ideology, right. I mean, there's a direct line from Narendra Nath Datta to Narendra Bhai Modi. Right. After all, our prime minister was named after him. Right. There is a direct line. But what is that direct line? Okay. And I try to answer these questions in this okay. book. Okay. And I look at things about Vivekananda, which have not been properly explored, okay. like his connection with science, Right. he was a great champion of science okay, that comes all up really. his literature poetry I, I also see him as a kind of uh, you know founder of what i called a secular uh, i would say dharmic secularism you know what does that mean so right. then i have looked at Vivekananda's uh, vedanta because okay you know, he tried to globalize Hinduism. Correct. He completely changed uh, the perception of Hinduism, Hinduism. in abroad. the world, abroad, even right. in India. Right. Okay. Because even in we India, we are ashamed to be Hindus, and okay. it is Swamiji who made us. You know, see, for me, you have to have a, should I say, a, a comfortable, and uh, you know, a, a inspiring relationship with your parampara. Right. You should not be cringing. You know, right. nor should you be like. Overly aggressive and say, Garv se Hindu hai. Okay. garv, har shabd mein, har lamhe mein, matlab hona chahiye. Matlab, usko aapko zor zor se chalane ki That's how I look at it. Correct. So, Swamiji was for an assertive Hinduism when required. Okay. Not necessarily for an aggressive Correct. kind of nationalist Hinduism. Okay. Which somehow today people think is the way to go. Okay. And uh, you see, when you were beaten up for a thousand years, you didn't say anything. You were whimpering. (laughs) And now you've got power, you want to beat up others. I don't think that is the way.
1: Right. Right. So. Uh, I, I'll divert and come back to Swamiji again. Uh, I was listening to your v- uh, video when you were in, uh, you were a part of uh, Mail Today Cultural Conclave and you were trying to uh, revert the uh, Helvi on uh, kind of similar lines. So can you see any connection between that and uh, this because the way you put it at that time um, um, that Muslims have to come out and uh, come out and accept the cruelty what they did but at, at the same time you commented something on uh, Hindus, as well. See,
0: <coughs> I, I completely agree. Whatever Muslims have or do not have to do is right. secondary for me. Right? See, they, whatever they wanted or some of them wanted, right. they did. They got their country. They got a separate country. Right. Two now. Uh, two, in a manner of speaking, because that country was based on a false ideology, okay. two nation theory. I don't think that uh-huh. nations. You know, are based on religion. So that's why even when people talk so much about a Hindu Rashtra, mm-hmm. we have to be careful. We have to understand what it means. Right. I don't think it means a single religion nation. I don't right. think that's possible mm-hmm. or right. even desirable. Right. And I think that the highest people in the so-called right circles have also said that that is not what they mean right. by Hindu Rashtra or Hindu Sangathan. Right. But you know, when you read Swami Vekananda, he talks about this this terrible destruction of the ancient classical Hindu civilization. right? And he talks about the aggressions of Islam. Mm-hmm. He's written about the prophet also. And okay. uh, I mean, it's not a completely negative uh, long essay he wrote. right? But uh, basically, you see the Ramakrishna way he learned from his teacher mm-hmm. was that is, as many views, those many paths. So right. the divine is infinite, Correct. and there are infinite ways of reaching, reaching. the divine. Right. I think that is sanatana Dharma. Correct. Now, what is the problem? The problem is when someone says, "No, you're a kafir, mm. or you're a non-believer, you'll rot in hell." Right. That is the problem. So, as long as the other guy is saying, mm. "You know, your way is fine, my way is fine, there's no problem." Right. So, I have theorized this, not in this book, but in another book, right. where I said that there are these ways of you might say engagement right. of Sanatana Dharma with other religion religions religious practices or religious traditions. Right. And these are the ways. So okay. there is the Sanatani and the Ko Sanathani. Ko Sanatani. Ko
1: ko-sanatani.
0: ko-sanatani. sanatanis are Buddhist giants, okay. even Charavakas. Right. In a way because right. they are right. not anti or Sikhs, you right. right. You know, because even if they want to be separate, the fact is they are dharmic mm-hmm. civilizations and mm-hmm. they have a common axiology right. and a common understanding right. of what human life is about. Correct. So whether one believes in God or does not, right. like the giants don't believe in God. Right. They are still co-Sanathanis. Right. Then I say there are Sanatanis and non Sanathanis. Right. You know. For example, Muslims are non Sanathanis. Christians are non Sanatanis. Right. Marxists are non Sanatanis. Right. Seculars and seculars are non Sanathanis. Okay. You know, because they don't follow or they don't share the same, you might say, world view Correct. that Sanatanis do. Right. And what is the world view? You can say karma, dharma, <coughs> you know, reincarnation, whatever these things are. Correct. Some fundamental ways of understanding the world. Right. Harmony between human and natural uh, the, you know, uh, nature right. and the world of the gods. You know? right. This triple harmony right. is a Sanatani thing. Correct. Now, if you say there's no gods, right. you know there are, etc., or animals are just for eating or whatever it right. is, right. or for your pleasure, Correct. you know that's not a Sanatani perspective. Right. Now, even Sanatani and non-Sanatani can coexist mm-hmm. because you know. You do your stuff, I do my stuff, let But when the non Sanatani becomes anti Sanatani, okay. then the Sanatani must rise. All right. And then you need Tulja bhavani. Right no this is what it is shivaji maharaj you need shivaji maharaj you need rana pratap whoever you yeah, need right. you need the defenders of right. Sanatana dharma right or you look at our gods and goddesses when right. there's a mahishasur mm-hmm. then you need a durga right you need a, a, you know that ugra roop but when, when that is neutralized, mm-hmm. then you have to be the Samya Roop also. Correct. correct you right. don't worship your deities always in the Ugra Roop. Correct. So, you, you know, Chandi is to be worshipped, but right. you want to worship Ruti. Mahalakshmi. Correct. You know, you want to worship, uh, you know, more benign deities. Right. Isn't it? Right. So, this is our way that correct. you can be aggressive, you can be defensive mm-hmm. up to a point. Right. But you can't lose your essence. Right. And you can't become a mirror image of exactly what you're trying to oppose. Right. And this, Swamiji understood. Okay. See, the Ramakrishna Parampara thinks of uh, Sri Ramakrishna as an avatar. You can ask, what is the asura that he came to slay? Right. right. And the asura, in a way, is materialism. Okay. You know, where we believe that the Atma is the reality. Right. not. You know the de, dehatma buddhi, that is to think that this is the body, right. this is all I am, Correct. the body goes, I go. Right. Seize the day, Correct. you know. Apni toh paatshala, ah. wo vali, mastiki patshala whatever. Aaj ka din, aaj ka din, right. So this is not our way. Right. So the point is that the Western world dominates mm-hmm. modernity. And right. Swamiji realized it. Okay. And then you have this choice either you are incorporated conquered and become like the dominant they give you a smaller position in a bigger world order right, right. you you know are as i said uh, sort of uh, indian but you're basically modern western that's right. one option right otherwise you become counter systemic right you say that's the great Satan. you know <laughs> on another 9/11, right. you crash jetliners into, Correct. you Correct. Know, Correct. the Pentagon or the Twin Towers. Right. Don't forget, he spoke on 9/11. Mm. Oh, 1893. So that's, a, that's a surprise for me. 1893, not 2001. Okay. So there are two 9/11s, and so Swamiji is showing us a way, neither to cow out to the West and be subsumed in the Western world. Right or the Western order of things or the modern order of things because the two are very similar. They overlap. Right. Not to become counter systemic and say that's the great Satan. Give us the nukes. Right. And we'll We'll smash them. Because that's a you know, that is in a way what should I say? It is a binary opposition, Correct. which is not going to solve your problem. Right. So there's a third way, Right. and India stands for that third, third way. way. And then Gandhi and the great Sri they all follow that third way, right. which is neither reject the West mm-hmm. nor be subdued by the West, but right. find your own way. own way. And this is the thesis of the book, that it is because of Vivekananda, who went to the West, right. and he came back and changed the whole Ramakrishna order. He called it a mission. Right. He said, "Go and serve the people." Right. He said, "Let's reform society." Right. You know, be karmashil. Right. Don't just go into a corner and do jap and right. try to right. find Correct. God. Right. So this is a time when spirituality okay. is for the masses. It's not just for the classes. Right. It's not that you, you know, find your path and you find your moksh. Right. And your country goes to the dogs. Right. Somebody invades, okay. etc. Right. And your culture and civilization are destroyed. This right. is a time when it is a time for engaged Hinduism. Right, like you said earlier, you know, it's it's like uh, you you know, engaged Buddhism. They talk about, or right. they, they talk about, you know, uh, you know, the Catholic Church got engaged, you know, against dictatorships also. So it is a, it is that, and I think in a way. Uh, I think that's what I, I consider a practical Vedanta of Swamiji, okay. as opposed to the earlier kind of Vedanta, okay. where, let's say, you take sannyas and right. you renounce Chalamam, the world. Well, Chata, you, can, you, can you can do, you can do some pilgrimages, or you right. say, aham brahmasmi, right. and aap vilin ho something like that
1: char ashram i meant to say char ashram not
0: char char ashram you can do that right. see the varnashram mm-hmm. the system originally mm-hmm. was meant to be this worldly right. not otherworldly. right so you can say that buddhism was great mm-hmm. but uh, it failed right because uh, you know it was wiped out under the onslaught of islam right and it had to return to india correct through Tibet on the one hand, or through Sri Lanka, which right. is what Dr. Ambedkar did. He 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 embraced a Sri Lankan kind of Buddhism okay. to revive it in India.
1: Oh, so that's that's yeah, on his one. gurus okay. were from Sri
0: Lanka. Okay. Because the Buddhists had no Kshatriyas, so right. they were the first to be slaughtered. Right. right. And the word "Buddh," you know, "Buddhachakam." Many of these great sultans or sultans were called "Buddhachakam." That okay. means the one who destroyed the Bud. idols. Okay. But the word buddh for idol uh-huh. comes from buddha. Okay. Because they saw all these buddh, They say, kya hai, kya hai, buddha hai. No, no, no. So you can go to a vihara, you right. can go to an ashram. Right. And you know, there's nobody to defend it. Correct. You can loot it, you right. can burn it, right. like Nalanda was burned. So this, this doesn't work. Right. So Swamiji is the one who says, Look, this is not what our spirituality is. And in practical Vedanta he said our greatest kings mm-hmm. were also our greatest sages. Right. And remember the Rishis were not sannyasis, they were all householders. Oh, yeah. Most of them. Right. So this was our way. Our way right. was not monasticism okay. or scholasticism. Right. So our whole dharma had degenerated to that or it had become popular Hinduism, right. which had other problems, right. you know, including things like sati right. and a terrible kind of uh, varna dharma, Correct. which was absolutely exploitative yep. and oppressive, and right. had to be rejected. Right. And he rejected it. Right. So he said, the, you know, there is no adhikara. Vada, which means that only certain people born in certain communities. Right. So, after his guru died in 1886, he mm-hmm. writes to Pramada Mitra in Varanasi. He mm-hmm. says, where in the Vedas is it shown that Adhikar comes through birth? He's right. asking fundamental questions. Correct. And he was a Kayastha, he's not a Brahmin, Brahman, right. his guru was a Brahmin. Right. And the Ramakrishna mission was one of the in a way, Tashanamis, because Ramakrishna's guru was Totapuri, okay. who belonged to the order of Shankaracharya. Okay. But they said anybody can get Diksha, Sannyas Diksha. Right. And even the Nagpur Ramakrishna mission is, is run by a great. Uh, Swamiji, who was not born in a Brahmin family. Right. So this reform of Hinduism, right. where we had become a religion of touch this, don't touch this, right. and this is right and that is wrong, right. he changed that and he made it into a faith which was based on reason. Right. And not dogma. Right. And he embraced modern science and technology. Correct. And he said, "Look, whatever science disproves, why should you believe that?" Correct. And don't make science into a new dogma either. Right.
1: Right. So don't try to fix science into what you believe either. I mean, that's uh, what like we have
0: a lot of pseudoscientists scientists today right. who say, "Go, Muttra can, you know, cure everything." Right. Now, it may cure certain things. Right. I mean, But I want clinical trials. Correct. I want some evidence. Right. I don't want to say that somehow the cow is sacred. So that is the solution to it. Now, coronavirus, somebody tweeted oh, you. Homeopathy, yeah, see, not yeah. homeopathy, but go mutra say, coronavirus, somebody tweeted it may be. Okay. So I'm saying that is not the way. That is not the way. You have to have evidence. Right. You have to do proper research. Right. And you should not. Mix things up right there is a spiritual truth correct like uh, you can say that hanuman jumped across the, uh, you know correct. so you that know, channel the street. channel right straight, uh, the you know and park, uh, street. park street in right. Beach, sri lanka right but you try to jump today I, i'm not even possible so it's a spiritual truth or it's a poetic truth right but you, can you say it's a historical truth Cannot say. You know, it's difficult. Right. So that's why I'm saying this whole debate, for example, over Ram Janma Bhumi, mm-hmm. I mean, for me it's a matter of my faith. Correct. I don't need a birth certificate. Right. You know, and everybody right. agrees this is his Janma Bhumi. Correct. But now the Marxist historian says, Show me where he was born. Right. Let's, and, and when you dig and you see so many temples, you know right. for hundreds of thousands of years people are going to Ayodhya right. and saying Ram was born here. Correct. So, we are mixing the categories. Okay. You have to respect the faith of the people. Right. But you don't have to say that… Uh, you know, these are unscientific, uh, you know, they worship monsters, these are superstitious Hindus. OK. You know, they are. They don't deserve to be free because right. they don't know what to worship. Right. So this was the context in which Vivekananda said, you know what, we are the most open uh, system, we are right. the most rational, Right. we are based on evidence, we are right. based on experience, right. and you guys are narrow-minded, Okay. You have to change. He's telling that to the world. Okay. So today we are saying, Hindu, but who you know that's right? or Atma Vishwas, which was so important for India, right. he was responsible. He personified that Yeah, right. he made Indians feel that look our civilization isn't so bad. Right. It's okay. We can stand up to the world right. and we can say that yes, this is who we are. Right. Even to understand that he
1: meant it uh, 100 years back from now.
0: Yes, right. yes. And even today we have not fully understood, right. Because we have become very aggressive for no reason. Okay. See, that's why I'm saying we started by saying that you know whatever the others have to accept, mm-hmm. they should accept. I agree. Right. They should not try to, uh, you know, what should I say? Whitewash Correct. or deny. Right. You know what happened to India. Right. And if I were a Muslim, I would not want to be identified with Babar. I would be one. I would say, look, my ancestors were probably converted mm-hmm. because they had no choice. Maybe they had to pay the jizya. Right. Maybe we were conquered. Right. And we have to examine how we became Muslims. Right. We were not always Muslims. Right. I mean, Swamiji quotes Farishta, Muslim historian, okay. to talk about the Hindu genocide. Now, nobody talks about that Swami. Okay. But here's the deal, I, I mean, beyond a point, I'm not that concerned with trying to force the other person. Okay. I want to understand what being a Hindu means. And Swamiji challenges me to do that. Okay. Today, we think of power as, you know, what can I do to stop someone else from doing what he or she wants? Okay. But power should be enabling. Right. So I think Hindus have to get their house in order before trying to force other people to acknowledge this or that. Right. When are we going to acknowledge that we were defeated? Right. What are the reasons for that defeat? And there's no shame because all ancient civilizations were smashed. Right. We're the only one who have survived. We have been, in a way, reborn. Right. Reborn. We were, we managed to come out of that terrible trauma of 1,000 years. Right. And somehow we are we are surviving. But right. see, I must say one more thing that today, you know, everybody knows the Gayatri Mantra. Right. Do you mean to say that when Vivekananda was born in mm-hmm. 1863,
1: everybody knew the Gayatri Mantra?
0: No. No. Few Brahmins. That's it. Nobody knew these texts. Correct. These texts were buried. Right. The Hinduism which we take for granted Pretty. today. Today. Right. Is only hundred years in our public knowledge. It may have been okay. in the knowledge of a few people. right? But it became public discourse partly because the British started publishing these books. Okay, There were secret books. Nobody knew what was in them. Right, And right. Max Miller did 100 volumes. Now, what will you to chhab gya. Chhab gya. Ab kya secret? Right. So we tend to knock down these Westerners. But personally, I don't think we could have rediscovered our heritage without that colonial interlude so it was a terrible time for okay. india you know our life expectancy was 28 or 29 around the turn of the 19th century right we had famines right we was you know we had 30 percent of the world gdp in 1750 and when the british left <coughs> we were two or three percent so they destroyed us in some ways but you know without them i don't think we could have managed to make this transition into the modern world, and that is why I think Vivekananda is an important figure because he actually understood all this. Okay. He understood why the West had conquered the world. Right.
1: Including the Islamic
0: world. Right. The West defeated everybody. 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 In 1947,
1: they were ruling the entire Middle nineteen 1919, Middle
0: the last threat was from the Caliphate, sure. Turkey. They defeated them. They smashed First World War. First World War. Right. So you have to understand that the West is what what it is because of certain reasons. Right. And just saying we had everything, right, doesn't help much. I have suffice. friends who say हमारे पास मोटर ये था, rockets the, I said थोड़ा सा वो rocket में इंधन क्या था? थोड़ा बताएँगे आप? तो मंत्र है। okay मंत्र है तो किसी को समझ आता? Germans हमसे सारा knowledge लेके cheat करके। बराबर। ठीक है उन्होंने ले लिया तो बताइए so you know if you have an uh, rocket right. you need propulsion correct you need an engine right kuch to navigation system you need hoga. something correct where is it right you know so we can't go that route right and i think he is the one who shows us right what is the way to be indian right. what is the way to be hindu in today's world right. and what is worth reviving or right. uh, celebrating right. what is worth leaving behind correct correct you know and it is not back to the vedas but forward with vedas with the vedas you know, so Correct. to speak so right. integral vedanta a rational basis of faith and yet to say that reason is not the highest right wisdom or uh, pragya right you know or that higher goal mm-hmm. where you have see for example in his chicago address mm-hmm. he says look how do i know i'm not the body because I pinch you, I feel it. Correct. Suppose I say, Brahma's me. how do I know? Right. Or Right. What is the proof? Correct. And then he says, you have to experience it. Right. You have to go into samadhi. Right. Now I can ask a young person, they are not interested in samadhi. Correct. Mostly. Right. You know? Right. So this is the problem with us. We say we are great. Mm-hmm. So instead of thinking what others should acknowledge, right. I think I should feel that, listen, mm-hmm. I must have some experience Correct. of this great mahavakya. Right. You, you know? Uh, for example, prajnanam brahma or something. Okay. Or Iyam Atma Brahma. I must ex- experience this. I must right. feel it. Right. Then I'll be a good Hindu. Right. It's not enough to say Gar se kaho. I'm Hindu, Haan, right. Hindu hai or Jai Shri Ram. Barama. I love to say Jai Shri Ram. Correct but that doesn't make me a great hindu correct i'll be a great hindu if i can actually live my life right. uh, with one of these mahavakyas right as as uh, you know as as a should i say principle to live by correct you know then i'm a great hindu right and in his first lecture second lecture you know he has a paper on hinduism and he says look i mean the proof is only when you realize mm-hmm. you are uh, not just your body. And how did he realise it? Sri Ramakrishna put his foot on his chest. Okay. On Vivekananda's chest. Right. Oh. And his whole senses reeled. Okay. Kusi, you know, and he said, Kya kar rahe? I have a mother, I have people to look after. Right. You know, so I'm saying that the proof is in the of the pudding is in the eating. Eating, correct. Hinduism is an experience based way of spiritual realization. Okay. That's how I define it. And hmm. without the Upanishads, right. you know, see, Vedas are the anubhav okay. of great rishis. Right. By the way, many rishis were women. I know. At I mean, least 64. Oh, okay. I didn't know the number, yeah, but then that's. Many rishis were women. Okay. Anyhow, so there's anubhav. Then there is Vichar. So, so the Vichar comes in the Upanishads and then in the shada Darshana, okay. Sankhya Yoga, Purva purva-mama-sa, Uttar Mamsa, and uh, you know Nyaya and Vaisheshika. Okay. And there are many actually other Darshanas are also there. So that's the Vichar Paksha. Right. And then there is the Achar Paksa, okay. which means uh, you know, uh, you know how is it in your life. Suppose Correct. suppose you say ahimsa paramo dharma or you say Satyame vajayate. You, are you trying to follow that? Are you truthful? Right. Is your life a life of
1: integrity? Correct.
0: That makes you Hindu.
1: Right. Right. So it starts with anudhav. Then you put your own vichar into it, and then you create your own path. Is that so? Yeah, what do you want I to mean, suggest?
0: I'm saying that, but I'm saying that. The the what we call Hinduism or Sanatan Dharma is based on the Anubhav right. of great masters, right. sages and right. self realised people. Right. And however, whatever they did, the way they lived became the Achar of the common people. Right. That was the constitution. There's right. no written constitution. Correct. Correct. Today we keep talking about how great our constitution is. Right. It is great. Yes. But why did we have to change it 100 times
1: if it is so great? Correct. So see? I mean the need arises, you go on changing. But at that time you want to suggest that no, because that
0: it's based on Anubhav.
1: Okay. And at one time
0: Swamiji is so bold, he says if the Vedic sages says something, I disagree. I say something else. And I can tell you I'm right. Okay. So because he had Anubha. Right. He was realized when he right. went to Chicago and stood up. Mm-hmm wo unke dhwani se jo urja nikli usi ki wajah se unki gadgadahat se swagat not because he said brothers and sisters brothers and sisters right from say behno aur bhai going to cheer correct so what i'm trying to say is that that hinduism is not based on trying to force other people to do this or that it right. is based on a uh, on a way of la- on a way of spiritual realization, which is anubhav. Right. and then vichar vichar means not your own thought. It's an articulation of a worldview. Okay. And that worldview should be as convincing as the worldview that comes to us when you watch, you know, uh, let's say you are watching the Titanic or you are watching whatever the children are watching, Spiderman. Right. That worldview is very persuasive. Right. It's very attractive to the youth. Correct. And Correct. the Sanatani worldview is not that attractive. Right. You know? Right. For example. Correct. But when you articulate it, then you say that a life, you know, in which you have not realized yourself is a wasted life. Correct. When when even young children feel that, then your Hinduism would have become robust. Right. Until then it's only apologetic. Okay. And then achar means, you know, society should be so uh, should I say arranged that the purushartha, dharma, artha, kama, and moksha right. become glorious pursuits of a good human life? Right. Even kama. Right. See, kama se bhi moksh mil sakta hai. Correct. But do you think so? Today people karm ka kya matlab hai? Uh, so you know. So you have to understand. Right. And etc. etc. So I'm saying that when this way of life flourishes as it used to at one time. Right. Then you don't have to do any extra prachar okay. because it becomes self-evident. This right. is the good way to live, Correct. Correct. and otherwise you're destroying your planet. The the life that we know, I right. mean, is on the verge of extinction today. Okay, there's climate change, etc., right. etc. Right, and I I'm sure in a way that modernity mm-hmm. is asuric. In the sense like Bhasmasura, right. it's gonna destroy itself. Right. Unlimited consumption. Correct. Right? right. Unlimited production. Right. Production right. from the earth's resources. Correct. You're mining water today. Right. Tomorrow there may be a water war. Right. You're using up all the you know, resources of the earth, what are you leaving Correct. for your children? Right. The human race is overpopulating right. the planet. Right. All other life is threatened today. There's mass yeah. extinction of species. Right. So, right. This, so, in a way, only, uh, 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 only, uh, you might say, worldview which encourages self-restraint, sayyam, right which encourages harmony between uh, the human and the natural and the supernatural, okay. and which conserves the planet. Right. You know, these are the ways of the future, otherwise right. we are staring at, it, uh, at, a, at a precipice where mm-hmm. we might just go over. Right. So, so, the point is, the message of Vivekananda is so important for the modern world right. because it is showing you a way out of the chakra view of modernity, modernity. the chakra view of endless production, endless consumption Correct. and endless unhappiness. Yes, certainly. Because the more you consume, it's not the happier you are. Correct. You've got so many clothes, you've got so many cars, you've got so many watches, so right. many gadgets. Right. But doesn't mean you're happy. Correct. You're, you're still looking for something else. Right. Tripti hai? Where is the samadhan? Right. So he's saying, Samadhi me samadhan hai? Okay. Samadhi mein samadhan hai? Okay. <laughs> and okay. asli dhan samadhan hai? Acha. You see things right, like that. So right. that is Hinduism. Okay. That is the essence and the crux of Hinduism. Right. Now, political Hinduism is an aid because it it makes an ancient way of life, you know, possible. Otherwise, it was not possible earlier. Right. But political Hinduism is not the be-all and end-all. End of it. Right. Power is not the supreme goal of Hinduism. Correct. But knowledge. Right. But power is necessary because power is necessary because weakness. We cannot exalt weakness. Right. Swamiji says the only sin is weakness. Weakness. Correct. So cultivate strength. Become strong.
1: Right. So as far as I understand uh, from what you have explained me, it is kind of uh, we have. I mean, Swamiji propelled that. Uh, India in uh, 1800s and 1900s into modernity, Western modernity, and now the time has come that India is modern enough and it takes up uh, its own uh, Sanatani roots and mixes two things and comes up as uh, a leader, uh, uh, something like that. Something
0: like that. See, basically the point is that can you bypass Western modernity yeah. today? No, you can't. Right. You have to engage with that. Right. Can you defeat it easily? No, no. So you have to find the third way, right? Where you neither try to defeat it in the traditional, you might say, conflictual way, mm-hmm. nor do you get incorporated or succumb to it, right. By saying, look, this is the only way. Correct. There's no third. There's no other way. Right. Subco modern hai, Subco western banaya. Right. You know, and, yes. and everybody becomes a clone of America. Let us right. say, you know, that is the way of life. Right. So I think is there any other way? So modernity okay. kya hai, isko samajna hai, isko pachana hai. And then, apne aapko samajna hai. In dono ko mila ke, you have to create something new, which is neither Western nor that older kind of Indian. It is something totally different. different. And that's why I'm saying, the Sanatani is not concerned with East and West, right. left and right. Correct. These are our categories. Right. The Sanatani is interested in is it true? Okay. Is it good? The right. Sanatani the Hindu is saying Satyam Shivam Sundaram. Yeah. Right. Is it true? Right. Satya hai? then it's worth pursuing. Right. Sundar hai, is it beautiful? Correct. Then we should pursue it right and Shiva Shiv means is it auspicious right? Is it good? Correct. Is it virtuous right? Or are we in a vicious cycle or a virtuous cycle? So these are sanatani parameters right So this is how we should ask ourselves right. that are my actions truthful? Right. Are they beautiful? You know, I want to lead a beautiful life. Correct. I have, and I want a beautiful death. This right. is what the Sanatanis think. Correct. But look at our cities; they're so ugly. Right. Look at our lives. There, I mean, Western cities are managing waste pollution. Correct. You know, water supply, ecology—much better than we. So we are in a mess. We right. neither have have the best of the past, right. nor the best of the present. present. So what kind of a future are we creating? Right. So I think that I'm, and at the same time, I'm very optimistic about India because a certain kind of energy has been unleashed, right. which nobody can control today. Right. And that is what will save us because right. some creative uh ferment or churn has come out is coming out okay. and from that just say samudra Manthan, me wish nikalta hai or amritvi nikal hai. let us hope that the amrit is going to be you know really powerful and we're not going to fight over it. Okay. <laughs> and we also need a few Shivas right. who can take right. that halahal. And right. he is like that because he says <laughs> Otherwise, you see, everybody wants the benefits of modernity. Correct. Nobody wants to, you know, should I say, take responsibility right. or accept the terrible consequences of those benefits. Okay. Usse hum bachna chahate. Correct. You know, you take your waste and ship it somewhere. Somewhere else, right? Somewhere. You 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 shove all your garbage into the sea. Correct. Tomorrow the sea will come and bite you in Correct. some form or some the, form other, of the other. Right. As in Aquaman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Correct. you see, you're shoving your nonsense somewhere, but it's going to come back. Come back.
1: This way or that way. This
0: way or that way. And that's why Krishna was able to dance on that kaliya. Mm-hmm. To usko non-toxic usne bana diya. Correct. That is what we need. Okay. Because toxin to aega, nuclear toxin aega. Correct. You're making computer chips, are highly toxic hai. Right. Everything about our chemicals are toxic. Correct. You know, so many millions, 21 million people have cancer today worldwide. Oh. So almost everything you touch is not good for you because Correct. it's not natural. Right. So ye sab social ki hai, and unless all of humanity comes together, that's why I'm not for India versus the West or okay. Hindu versus Muslim. These things don't interest me. Right. I really think that the world of the future is not interested in these divisions. Right. And it needs a new kind of intelligence. Right. It needs a new kind of rationality. Right. It needs a new consciousness. Okay. We need a consciousness revolution. Right. But for the consciousness revolution to happen, you need some physical base. Hmm. You need enough food. You need some security. Okay. Then people can rise up. Right. You know. So, my point is that we are trapped today in these narrative wars, and you know all of that. That is uninteresting. It's noise. Right. So dharma has to be cleansed of its clutter. Right. And the noise of dharma has to be toned down. The shrillness of dharma. Right. You know, and yeah. it is a silent mind, mind. Right. as right. I've you just written in an article. So yeah, with that anubha. Right.